Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on American Family Radio. We got 25 more minutes here of the show, and uh, we thank you for listening. If you'd like to send us an email, go to comments at afr.net. Comments at afr.net. Ed Battagliano with yours truly, Tim Wildman. Steve Jordahl joins us now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. How are you all doing? We is doing good, Steve, and we appreciate you asking. <laughs> Brother Ed, you wanted to uh, tell folks what we would like to have from our audience? Yes, listeners' stories. Stories. not so, sto- Stories not in what your mama said, quit telling me stories. Yes, that's right. Not that kind of story. Listener testimonies, more more like that. Yes. So we're getting ready uh, for Fall share which is in October. We're gathering stories now or testimonies to play during our fall share and we'd like to hear from you. So what we're asking you is, has the Lord used American Family Radio in your life? Have we been there uh, or given just the right thought at just the right time? We want you to share your story with other listeners. So, uh, And it could be a blessing or an encouragement to, to other people to hear what their contributions to American Family Radio are doing in the lives of other listeners. So we're asking you to call and to share for a minute or two, okay, not long, uh, and uh, share from your heart. Share from your heart about what American Family Radio is not from your kidney. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Uh, And we will take some of those and uh, play them during Shareathon. So if you call, you might hear yourself uh, during Shareathon talking about a minute, a minute. Maybe a little longer, a minute to two minutes right. would be helpful if you could uh, keep it within that time frame. So, yeah, because we can't play the real long ones. So here's the number to call for our listener storyline. It is 877-876-8893. That number again, our listener storyline is 877-876-8893. Thought I would in bring stereo. it in, in stereo. Yeah. stereo. All right. So there you go. Yes, we love those folks who call in and tell what an impact AFR has had on their lives because that keeps us fired up here. It and it does. I love and, playing them. Yeah, and we play them during our shareathon. Our shareathon's coming up in a month, about a month. So uh, that's our twice a year time that we raise the uh, finances pay for the radio you're listening to right now so uh, and it's a lot of fun it really is so we will uh and it's encouraging and inspirational so we'll uh, we'll do that in a month all right steve what do you got my friend uh, do you remember the name john durham yes john uh, durham was the guy um, folks it's, it sounds worse than it feels uh, my voice sorry <laughs> <laughs> john durham was the guy that uh was put in charge of the uh investigation into the democrat in look into Donald Trump's campaign at the beginning of 2016 when he was campaigning and remember the Steele dossier and everything? Well, John Durham is still investigating. He's still on the case. And word now that he might have an indictment uh, in this. Who and it's, cares? It, it's a guy named Michael Sussman who is with Perkins Coy, and uh, they're saying that he helped, might have helped put this uh, together. So 
Uh, Are you talking about that? That the uh, the deep state was trying to cut off President Trump at the knees before he went into office, and right when he got into office, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, they call it. Well, the deep state, the Democrat Russian collusion story that didn't have any legs after Hillary's campaigns uh, after two years of investigation by Robert Mueller. He says they got nothing. Operation Crossfire. Talking about that? Yeah. So, so John Durham. (laughs) <laughs> well, as a former U.S. attorney, he was he was an independent counsel in charge of looking into whether there was uh, illegal motivations or actions in going after Trump, right? On part of the deep right. state, yes. right? Yes. And this has to also to do with the FISA requests, all of that. Well, that was in the same scandal. <laughs> the I don't FISA know. request that I was funny. <laughs> I see what you did about that. The, what? No, you I, said the FISA request. Yeah, the, for FISA, the FISA. FISA. Court. Oh no, <laughs> Pfizer! No, <laughs> no, Pfizer, not no, we're Pfizer. We're COVID and uh, and uh, and the the, the, the uh, Durham investigation. We're we're slurring our words here. <laughs> no, did you not say I, the I, Pfizer investigation? I said Pfizer, but oh, that, I, said, I thought you said Pfizer. I was laughing. Pfizer, not Pfizer. Okay, but they're close. Uh, it's kind of like minor, not minor. Okay, <laughs> I just misunderstood you, but uh, but it was still funny. Well, in my head, when I when I realized funny. what you were saying, I, yeah. I, that is funny because yeah. we were talking about yeah. vaccines. We, that story, first. Steve, with all due respect to you, I don't care about because it's too little, too late. And, Moving on. And well, it sounds like to me, this fellow, uh, John Durham, uh, is that his name, John? John, John Durham. Durham. Yes. Well, sure, I'm sure he's a great guy. He takes you two years to do what should have taken six weeks, basically. Well, uh, and and to have one potential indictment, right? There's just one potential so far. indictment. I wouldn't even. Okay. I wouldn't even have a press conference to announce that. Well, let me, I was trying to tell you, I was trying to fit this in before okay. the, we yeah. came back from the break. Cause we were talking about, cause Robert Mueller did the same thing. Yeah. You know, years, <laughs> multiple million dollars, all your best friends are right. on your team. You know, you're living the life, you're man. living the life travel, you're traveling. <laughs> and I was trying to tell the story that, uh, years ago for the AFA journal, I got an opportunity to go on a press junket to go and screen the movie Kingdom of Heaven. I don't know if you remember that. It was about uh, about the uh, Crusades. And uh, and so we decided we'll see how Hollywood portrays the Crusades. So I went, and it was all expenses paid by the picture company, by the movie the studio. studio. Okay, so it didn't cost AFA anything. I asked the uh, Randall Murphy, our editor, he said, yeah, go. So they fly you out there. Stayed at a four-star hotel. In fact, I sent pictures back. I have a point to this. I sent pictures back to to uh, the staff here of me in a bathrobe at some swanky hotel. Again, paid for by the studio. Uh, and um, so then they bust you to the movie. You watch it, and you go back, and you write an article, a review of the movie. So I'm on the bus, and everyone else who was on there – they said, no, we do this all the time. This is what we do for this magazine, for this newspaper. They weren't all just Christians. It was right. So, and I said, wow, really? He said, yeah. They said, it is a gravy train. They said, we stay in top hotels. And I said, well, what happens if you write a critical review of the movie? <laughs> Which I wound up doing. Yeah. Okay. They said, well, you don't get invited back. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I said, well, is it kind of a conflict of interest? They said, well... You know, we might make a couple of constructive criticism remarks, but overall, we give the movie a good. So that's what I thought of when we were talking about John Durham and Robert Mueller. They get on these big 
taxpayer-funded investigations, which amounts to squat. Right. Okay. <laughs> Robert and, Mueller. Robert Mueller didn't get he, anything. He got a couple of uh, investigating Trump for two years. He got two uh, indictments on was it uh, Ro- what Stone? What was Roger, Roger Stone, Stone and yes. and what was the other fella? Um, you know what I'm talking about that worked with President Trump some. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah. but but they were side issues. They were like tax evasion or something like I don't know what it was. It wasn't anything related to what was his, his lawyer. What, it was his lawyer one of the ones who was no. Nah, this up? was Manaf- Manfort. Manaf- oh, Manaf- Manaf- Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort. But it, I'm, I'm saying is, yeah, he, they got a couple of in all the two years, whatever. They got a couple of of Trump asso- uh, friends or associates for for as I say side issues like things un things unrelated to uh, collusion with Russia over over. Uh, the election in fact they like only that. found it because they were doing the investigation yes and they it was went kind of like fishing fishing so and, to me that's it's like those press junkets right these guys all all expenses paid right. two years plenty year, of travel yeah, yeah we'll, million, we'll find a little something right. here or there but guys we got a paycheck coming anyway, in the next I'm, two years i'm sure dom durham's a, a great guy but uh, uh what is this two years and this is what we, and yeah. we got we got one one indictment Coming up, and I loved his movie. I wonder if it's a ham sandwich, because <laughs> yeah. you can anybody can in. Don't you know that expression? Yeah, you no? can indict a, a, a grand jury ham, can indict a ham, ham sandwich. Oh, okay. Steve's heard it. I didn't oh, yeah. know that it was a hit too. Back in the, I think the birds back in the late sixties. <laughs> so, so anyway, that was a long way around in explaining that. It was. But, but, I thought your point was going to be the carbon footprint that you left in getting into Oh, nobody New was York talking about that back then. All right, we don't care about that story, Steve. Well, you got well I've already moved on. I've done three <laughs> okay, stories you. while Go you ahead. guys were talking about that. <laughs> um, COVID and uh, the presidential uh, approval ratings are kind of colliding. You know, uh, Joe Biden is is underwater, uh, according to many polls, in his presidential rating, his, his approval 50% rating. Fifty percent being sea level. Right, right, right. Well, we're finding a little bit deep dive into that. That his push another ocean. I like that. There metaphor. you go. Yeah, yeah I, go know, ahead. I know. Uh, his push to get the COVID vaccine out is really not not impressing people. By fifty one to forty eight margin, a slight majority of Americans disapprove of the president's plans. This is a Quinnipiac poll. What plans? The plans the to force mandate. Yes, to, a mandate to force vaccination on people, or you lose your jobs. Well, whatever he's doing, all that he's doing to combat uh, yeah. this summer the corona pandemic, they say. So, and then forty eight percent of those surveyed said the vaccine mandates go too far. Ten percent say they don't go far enough. Twenty some. So percent. you're saying a majority of Americans oppose President Biden's. Uh, they don't like what he's doing. Forced, forced vaccinations. Yep. Ten percent say they don't go far enough. I these know. mandates. <laughs> so that, so that's that's a rock that's, solid ten percent loonies. And about forty percent say they're just about right. Yeah. Yeah. Far enough. What are you going to do? Drag people out of their houses and uh, I think and that's stick what needles that, in their arms. I have would heard, do. I have heard some people get very very upset. You are putting my grandchild at risk. You're going to kill my grandchild if you don't. You know, vaccinate up or, or whatever. So, yeah, some uh, people were very, not, very passionate that's not about true. this stuff. Yeah, the. I think the the. Uh, do you think? I think this is going to. I don't think this is constitutional. I think it'll be ruled so mm-hmm. pretty quick. There are some states going to challenge this. Uh, there is no precedent in our country's history 
for a president mandating a vaccine. Has, there, he, there's not. He hasn't even released his plan yet, has he? I think that's why he has how to do it. Yet. You mean? Yeah, I don't. Or think how, he, how to enforce it? Yeah, or or what what the nuts and bolts of the mandate actually oh, yeah. are. I don't know. He doesn't know either. Uh, he just throws it out. He just throws, I don't think he does. Uh, uh, by the way, um, for me personally, can I share from my heart? You can <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I know this is probably going to upset some people, but I don't believe in using the word vaccine anymore. You don't, huh? I know it's a technically it's a it's an appropriate word for the shots. Right. But the reason I say that is I think that in and of itself is misleading. Misleading, not a lie, but misleading because of the historical connotations of the use of the word vaccine. The word vaccine to most people's minds means it shuts something down. Right? Am I right about it? You don't think that? I, I don't. Okay. But well, then you don't get to talk. <laughs> I think so. Steve, do you Steve, do you agree with me? I agree with you. 100%. Okay, brother. Uh, I, okay. Yeah, he's We're on gonna... the press junket. That's yeah. what he's, he's on. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, well, let me just, uh, since Mr. Vitagliano doesn't agree with let me just say this. Yeah. Um, uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. You I do understand what I'm saying? You just yes. don't agree with what, what I, you don't agree with I, I think with you're my... restricting the definition of a vaccine. To, that's too much of a restriction on the definition. I think. Okay, a vaccine, you think fifty percent uh, is the flu shot a vaccine? Yes. Okay. Do we call it the flu vaccine? I think commonly, I think they, not commonly, we don't. What do we call it? Flu, flu shot. shot. Okay, but that's just. Common. I think we that's, should go with COVID shot. Oh, uh, well, that's that's fine, but uh, but I a think vaccine go with, traditionally. I, I think, and again, I, go, go, I've said, no, go ahead. Is is go ahead. that that you uh, inject something that is meant to provoke an antibody response to a disease, and you do that either with a weakened form of the disease, okay, or a dead version of the disease. The body builds antib antibodies, and there's also T cells, which I don't understand, and they uh, and then the body will remember it. If you get, if you're okay, exposed you're, to it, you're given a, a Webster's definition of vaccine, which I accept. I'm given a common understanding uh, of the word or a common interpretation of the word vaccine, which I think, in the, initially at least, everybody, the people, when we heard the, the 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 term vaccine back in 2020 or whenever it is, and it's coming out, everybody was jumping for joy because we were thinking polio. Smallpox, ninety-nine percent. Uh, shut this thing down. We get back to life. Now we learn we got something akin to a flu shot. That is basically the effectiveness of the quote vaccine, or maybe I shouldn't put quote vaccine is waning uh, in response to the variants of the COVID, and so now we're down to fifty percent or whatever like that, even lower with one of the vaccines. So. Uh, I, I'm just saying that uh, that I think most people's interpretation of vaccine is stop something from happening, and it's not true because you can 
get COVID and you can spread COVID as a vaccinated person. Again, the the most scientific and medical uh, people will tell you that, yes, Tim, but if you get the vaccine, it keeps you from suffering serious consequences such as hospitalization going on event. Therefore, we're in favor of the vaccine. Uh, it all- is that fair? Yeah, but, I, I, yeah. but, but there's a downside to it, too. We're what, hearing more downside and more. Downside to what? The vaccine. Side effects from the vaccine. I have a story here. Uh, you know, you've oh, just you been know. flagged for misinformation, Steve. <laughs> have I? Am I canceled? Flag that man. Uh, <laughs> Ten yards. Go ahead. Repeat what, first what down. Uh, John Stokes is a Division One golfer at Tennessee State, and uh, he got the vaccine, and then his his body had a very severe complication reaction to the second shot. I think it was a... Uh, I believe it was the Pfizer vaccine. I saw that video. That was myocarditis. That, that yeah. was that was scary. I don't have the I don't have the sound, but yes, this guy from his bed. Did I send it, Brent? Brent, you put this on our Facebook page. You, yeah. You need to go watch this, folks. Especially if you have sons or grandsons uh, in that in the teenage to twenties. Uh, this is something you need to be aware of. Uh, you posted on our Facebook page. Again, this is a, a, a young man who is a golfer on scholarship at Tennessee State University, and he's he's been hospitalized as a result of getting the vaccine with the heart. What is it called? The myocarditis, which is infl- yeah inflammation. inflammation of the heart muscle, inflammation yeah. of the heart muscle, which we which we've heard. I've heard about. Have y'all been hearing about yeah, this? It, yeah, it's, it's a real thing. Yeah, it is. It is a real thing. Uh, I I don't know. How, it's relatively rare, though, right? Yes. Yeah, it's rare. Yes. Yes. But but it's it is rare. scary. What happened to this young? You know, man. and let me let me hasten to say this. Um, with all medicines in the history of the world, there's going to be some people who react negatively right. to them. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean you shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Adv- right. Advocate for something that works in the masses because one or two or three or four things happen to people that are extraordinarily bad. Right. I mean, uh, uh, does that make sense? Yes. But, but at the same time, it's not right to also ignore stories like this because especially people with, as I say, sons or grandsons or brothers in that 15 to 30 year old age group, this is a, uh, this is a potentially serious, uh, side effect of getting the vaccines. And and my understanding too, is, is this myocarditis? Does it, does it, it sometimes does permanent damage to the, to these young people's heart. It is a severe. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, be aware of this and we posted that it's his video testimony yeah. he's in the hospital bed right and he's going this is what happened to me you need to be aware of it i don't think he ever says don't i don't think he ever just uh criticizes the vaccine altogether right i don't think he does that he's just saying this happened to me you need to be aware of it if you have males in my age uh category yeah. all right steve what else you got um i want boy they're they're mincing no words in uh in ohio this is a uh, uh, the mayor of Hudson, Ohio, went to the school board and he read them the riot act. So basically, the school board was pushing a book or letting kids use a book in their in their classes. And the name of the book was Six Hundred and Forty Two Things That You Can Write About. And it had a couple things that they wanted. They were suggestions. And and where so, is this? This is in um, 
Hudson, Ohio. Hudson, Ohio. Are we about to hear something? Yes, we are. What are um, we going to hear, Steve? We're going to hear the uh, the mayor uh, tell the school board that what's in this book is inappropriate and you have a choice to make. Uh, I'll tell you just before we go that this uh, they were the, one of the things that they were asked to do is to write a, a graphic sexual scene that you wouldn't want your parents to see. And then the second thing is clean it up so that you would like your parents to see. Another one that they had him do, had could have students do, is drink a beer and describe how it tastes. This is to high school students. But when the, when the principal, when the mayor of the city found out about this, he was not happy. Listen to cut uh, six. Members of the board, my name is Craig Schubert. I'm the mayor of this city. It has come to my attention that your educators are distributing essentially what is child pornography in the classroom. I've spoken to a judge this evening. She's already confirmed that. So I'm going to give you a simple choice. You either choose to resign from this Board of Education or you will be charged. Thank you. Charged with child pornography. Wow. What happened? Do you know that they I, resigned? I think they resigned. Yeah. I think. I, I don't know, actually. Well, you talk about, he didn't mince words, did he? No. no. That, there, there was no have a good day. Listen, parents are getting sick and tired of what's going right. on in their local schools. Schools? They're yeah. under the microscope, these schools now. And, and what's good is that kids are telling their parents what's going on. You think parents, who who broke the story? How did this become public? Was it a student who yeah. told parents? Yeah, well, one, yeah, one of the, yeah. I think it was a kid that told their parents. <clears throat> hey, can I got, we got, what, two minutes left? The President of the United States, Joe Biden, yesterday, was having a press conference at the uh, White House talking uh, to um, the Prime Minister of Great Britain. We could play Gorsh. that sound if you want. Gorsh, we have that? Yep, yep we have it. This is classic Biden. This uh -huh. is why we got to play it. So he's talking to uh, a three-way conference. It's for the world to see between the Australian Prime Minister, the Great Britain British Prime Minister Boris Yeltsin, Boris. Boris Johnson. <laughs> Boris Yeltsin. Well, that came back to me real quick. Didn't it? <laughs> anyway, that's Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson and Joe Biden, yeah. the President. And uh, here's 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 Biden. Thank you, Boris. And I want to thank uh, that fellow down under. Thank you very much, pal. Appreciate it, Mr. Prime Minister. I uh, am I, honored to do just, that's, it. Is it Scott Morrison? It, it's Scott, the, Scott Morrison's Scott Morrison, the name. Yeah. He's got two people uh, on an international call that's That fellow down under? <laughs> hey, he, guy. He can't remember. Hey, the, buddy. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> well, he didn't have that he calls the Australian Prime Minister, quote, that fella down, down, <laughs> down under. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate he's you. Right, he's, a, he's right there on the – he didn't like – he's referring to somebody, you know, who – is he, the, the Australian Prime Minister is on a video screen yeah. right in there, and, and, and Biden's looking at him, calling him that fella down under. What's that they always say? Crikey. That, huh? that 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 guy who did the uh, Steve, what was the one who who died? He was the, uh, the guy always Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Irwin. Yeah, he'd Steve. always say, "Crikey, that's a big gator, Croc." <laughs> uh, uh, um, sorry, the fellow died, but you had, you had to know his number was up. Oh, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yes, his number was going to be up. Sooner he used rather his than nine later. lives. 
That, yeah. He was a very courageous guy. I remember one time he uh, – courageous is one word to describe it. <laughs> I remember one time he had a poisonous – a couple of times he had a poisonous snake like two feet from his face. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, all right, everybody, you have a wonderful day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for Trivia Friday. <laughs>